Section 4 of Easy Lessons in Einstein. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tom Crawford. Easy Lessons in Einstein by Edwin E. Slauson. Section 4. Introducing the Fourth Dimension. Now Einstein's world, as I have said before, differs from the world in which we are accustomed to live in many particulars. It has four dimensions instead of three. One of these dimensions may be time. Time, too, must be relative, not absolute. This is even harder to imagine than the relativity of space. The diagram on page 25. What is meant by dimensions? No dimension. A mathematical point has position but no size, represented by a dot, like this. One dimension has length but no breadth, made by moving a point along straight in any direction, represented by a line, like this. Two dimensions a plane surface like this page has length and breadth but no thickness made by moving a line in the direction perpendicular to its length, that is, into the second dimension, represented by two straight lines of infinite length perpendicular to each other. The lines are called axes and are labeled X and Y. The point where they meet, the origin, is marked O, like this. Three dimensions. A solid like a cube has length, breadth, and thickness made by moving a plane in a direction perpendicular to the other two, that is, into the third dimension. Cannot be pictured on paper, but is indicated by three axes, X, Y, and Z, of which X and Y are on the plane of the page, and Z is supposed to be stuck up at right angles to the other two. Stick a pin into the paper at the point O, and you will have a third, or Z axis, like this. Four dimensions, as length, breadth, thickness, and extension into a fourth dimension, say time, made by moving a cube in a direction perpendicular to the other three, that is, into the fourth dimension. Cannot be pictured on paper, but may be indicated by four axes, X, Y, Z, and T, or U, each at right angles to the other three, like this. More dimensions. Any desired number of dimensions can be worked out mathematically, but with increasing difficulty because of the impracticability of diagrammatic representation. We can generalize the idea by speaking of a, quote, geometry of n dimensions, where n may stand for any number whatever from zero to infinity. A line of a given length contains an infinite number of points. A square of a given size contains an infinite number of lines. A cube of a given size contains an infinite number of plane squares. A tesseract, four-dimensional cuboid, of a given size contains an infinite number of solid cubes. End of diagram on page 25. As some schoolboy said, if there were no matter in the universe, the law of gravitation would fall to the ground. Quite so. 
and what would there be left of space if you took everything out of it, and what would become of time if nothing ever happened? In other words, are not space and time merely forms of thought, the framework of ideas, and if so, cannot we fix them over to suit our need of new conceptions? As a matter of fact, we do. We have constructed by the aid of Euclid and his successors a geometry of three dimensions that works perfectly for all ordinary requirements, and if we need a fourth dimension to accommodate these new astronomical and physical phenomena, we will build on the necessary addition to our conception of space. There was no use of having a fourth dimension so long as we had nothing to put into it. For ordinary earth measurements, geometry, such as laying out a town lot, we use only two dimensions, length and breadth. We speak of flat ground and water level, regardless of the fact that all our straight lines on the earth's surface are really curves that come back to us after going 25,000 miles or less. It is only when measuring mile lengths that we have to correct for the curvature of the earth in the third dimension. So if, as seems probable, we shall have to make allowance and astronomical measurements for the curvature of the universe in a fourth dimension, it will merely mean a little labor to the astronomers, and it will relieve their minds of some of their perplexities. There is nothing more mystical or mysterious or psychical about a fourth dimension than about the other three. A dimension is simply a measurable direction, and we can use five dimensions or n dimensions if we need to. It does not matter that we cannot see a figure in four dimensions even with our mind's eye. Actually, we cannot see any figure of more or less than two dimensions. We have to take the others on faith. Nobody can see the mathematician's point because it has no direction, no size at all. The schoolboy says, let that be the point A, and we let it be, although what he is pointing at with his stick is not a point, but a vast irregular splotch of white chalk on the blackboard. So, too, we cannot see a mathematical line because it has only one dimension, length, and no breadth. But set four lines at right angles to each other, and we get a square. This we can really see if the enclosed surface is of a different color such as a shadow or black print. Set six squares together at right angles and we get a cube. This we cannot see in its entirety at one time. All that we see when we look squarely at a cube is a square. If we look at it from an angle we see what looks like a square with a couple of lozenges on the sides. The retina of the eye is practically a plain surface so all we can get is a two-dimensional projection of a solid. Since our two eyes present us slightly different pictures of an object, we infer from these its size, shape, and distance, but this is guesswork. Still we have a pretty clear idea of a cube, although we have never seen it in its solidity. But the attempt to visualize the hypercube, the four-dimensional figure corresponding to the cube, strains our imagination to the breaking point. Some mathematicians endowed with constructive imaginations of high power claim to have got by long, hard thinking some sort of a shadowy and fleeting perception of it, but their visions, if they are not imaginary, do not help out us ordinary folks. But if we cannot imagine, 
that is image the hypercube we know all about it even its name it is called the tesseract and it is bounded by eight cubes just as the cube is bounded by six squares and the square by four lines the tesseract has twenty-four square faces thirty-two edges and sixteen right angular corners time is the fourth dimension although we find it hard to conceive of a fourth dimension in space we have no such difficulty in case the fourth dimension is time in fact we use this idea all the while and could not get along without it to fix the position of any event requires four dimensions for instance a man is shot where at the corner of seventh avenue and forty-second street new york this fixes the place by two coordinates crossing at right angles in a plane but was it above or below this or on the twentieth floor of the times building or in the subway knowing this fixes the third dimension but we still have to fix its position in a fourth dimension time was it today or last week and what hour if then we can find out all four we can distinguish this shooting from any that may have occurred in other places at the same time or at other times in the same place or consider this simple illustration cut a strip of motion picture film into its separate scenes and pile them up in order till it is as high as it is broad you have then a cubical event two dimensions of the cube are spatial the third dimension is essentially temporal although in a spatial form if one of the films from the middle of the pack represents the present then the films below represent the past and those above the future the people on the picture you picked out know only of the scene there depicted though they may have a fading memory of the past and a dim anticipation of the future but to you who are outside of the film pack all the scenes are equally visible they are all present to you this is the way most christians have conceived of god as one to whom past and future form one eternal present so he sees simultaneously all things that have been are or will be if our pile of film were made up of snapshots taken one a day throughout a man's life we should see at one glance his growth from babyhood to boyhood to maturity and old age we could turn the leaves of his life backward or forward as we will some day perhaps we shall have stereo movies scenes in three dimensions with time as the fourth this idea of time as a fourth dimension is not a new one in seventeen fifty four de alembert defining dimension in the encyclopedia wrote a brilliant man of my acquaintance believes that one may regard duration as a fourth dimension in nineteen o three minkowski worked out the idea in mathematical form h g wells always quick to catch up a new scientific theory to use as a plot for a story wrote in eighteen ninety five of the time machine a vehicle by which a man could travel back and forth in time as he can travel east and west in a motor car in this he visits the future and finds mankind split into two species a subterranean working class living on literally a pleasure-loving leisure class in the platner case wells tells of a chemical professor who was by an explosion knocked into not the middle of next week as we commonly say but into the fourth dimension of space 
Ten days later he was knocked back again into our world, but the only evidence of the truth of his story was that his heart beat on the right side, and he was left-handed and otherwise reversed in a way that would be impossible in the space of three dimensions. We can turn a glove inside out in three dimensions and so make it just like it's made on the other hand, but we cannot turn a solid inside out except in four-dimensional space. The diagram on page 33. In space of three dimensions we cannot make a right glove and a left glove look the same no matter how we turn them around. But if we turn one glove inside out, it will match the other, except that the lining now appears on the outside. Our two hands cannot be turned inside out so as to look the same in three dimensions, though they might be in four dimensions. End of diagram on page 33. In another of his thirty strange stories, Wells tells the story of Davidson's eyes. While Davidson was working in his London laboratory, a lightning shock so affected his eyesight that he could not see the familiar objects about him which he could feel, but looked instead at a South Sea island on the opposite side of the globe. This might be possible in a curved space of four dimensions, although Wells professes to pooh-pooh such an absurd suggestion while he ingeniously insinuates it. George MacDonald, in his fantastic romance Lilith, also introduces the fourth dimension. Points that are far apart if measured in three dimensions may be close together in the fourth. We can readily understand this if time is the fourth dimension, for events can happen at the same instant, though thousands of miles apart. But it is not impossible to conceive of the fourth dimension as spatial instead of temporal, if we approach the problem from a simpler standpoint. Let us think of ourselves as living in a flat land of two dimensions with no thought of a third. There yet survives in an enlightened America individuals who believe that the sun do move and who deny that the earth is round like a ball. That is, they do not recognize the curvature of the earth in the third dimension. But if such an individual were to travel in a straight line westward over the level land and water, he would, much to his surprise, come back to a starting point which he had left 25,000 miles behind him. Diagram on page 36. In space of two dimensions such as the tabletop, we cannot bring these two triangles into the same position. If we drag one straight on to the other, movement in one dimension, they will not fit together. If we swing one triangle around, movement in two dimensions, they still do not fit. But if we take one triangle off the table and turn it over, movement in the third dimension, we can then lay it by the side of the other and they will match perfectly. End of section 4